everybody. Welcome to the Truth or Trash podcast. I am your co-host, Kevin, and this is Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> this is my co-host. My co-host um, your, voice, is, your co-host who was not totally paying attention to her cue. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, my, my co-host and uh, sister-in-law, uh, Sarah. Um, she is a 20 year veteran of the nurse practitioner, um, profession. And I am just in like, like most of you, just a, I'm a advocate looking to get healthier and Google researcher. Um, so today we are talking about the microbiome. What is it? What's, what's it for? Is it helpful? Is it real or is it just more marketing jargon to get us to buy more, you know, drinks and pills or whatever? So, Sarah, what is yeah, it's, it's, the microbiome? What is the microbiome? It is, I agree with you. I think it's certainly kind of a buzz topic that's out there. People are researching it, looking it up, want to talk about it. Uh, my patients ask ask about it, ways to improve it, or if some antibiotic or some other treatment we might be doing is going to interfere with it. Um, so yeah, so it's it's good to talk about it, I guess. Uh, and to get to your question, the microbiome, um, it's essentially it's just it's the bacteria that lives the like cohesively with us, right, in our gut, on our skin. Um, you, if you want to be true to the whole system, it starts in your mouth. Uh, goes all the way down through the intestinal tract. Um, yeah, and it's, it's just the natural bacteria that has colonized our body uh, that does a lot of good things when it's healthy and working and in balance. Now, when people say bacteria, right, like there's good and there's bad, like what, uh, well, first of all, they say, they, they always say, whenever I read about it, they always saying like it's bacteria and flora. What is flora? You know, that's not, that's, I don't want to, I'm not trying to play, like, like st- stump the. No, I don't know. Do I know? I think if I don't, because people always say, people always say, oh, the bacteria and flora, and I'm like, I'm like, what? I would ever think of flora. I'm like flowers. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, what is the flora? I mean, obviously, it's just it's like bacteria. Other, I'm guessing kinds of bacteria, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yes, I, never I, I think that's I think that's what they're referring to. It's it's just it's your it's your flora, which is bacterial makeup. It's just a bigger, Uh, broader term, I think. Instead of naming maybe each bacteria, you could just talk about the bacterial flora, like colony. Gotcha. Maybe we should we should maybe like uh, truth check ourselves on that definition, but um, I'm pretty sure I'm right. We (laughs) yeah, we will. We we will definitely we will definitely fact check our um, our musings here. Um, Yeah. So. What, so I've seen a lot of stuff, right? Like, you know, it, it is, it is, it's certainly a trend. It's certainly a craze right now. Uh, um, you know, microbiome, healthier, uh, healthy microbiome leads to like healthy skin, he- healthy microbiome. Um, you know, it can fix your digestive problems. I know I hear a lot in the um, uh, the IBS community. People are always talking about, you know, either like fecal transplants and um you know replacing or rejuvenating your your micro your gut biome so what 
is there truth to this? And the, well, not truth, but like, 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 can you improve your your gut biome? And like, does it help? Let's say first of all, like your skin. Let's address that. Like, could it help your skin get clearer or better? Um, yeah. Yes, I think so. Yes. If you have, um, when you talk about the skin, I think of of two things. If you improve your gut microbiome, um, everything in your body is just going to work better. Um, I, you know, just impacts everything. So I think your skin would be better, um, clearer, if you will. So maybe I should define better, right? Um, it's going to maybe look a little brighter and might have less acne. Um, there's some research that maybe a healthier gut microbiome uh, decreases some inflammation. So maybe, and I don't know that this is 100%, but again, there's some some data coming out that if you're someone with like eczema or other kind of like allergic inflammatory skin conditions, um, having a healthier gut biome, um, healthier microbiome might calm those down. Um, And the other thing I think when you think about skin, so you think about either improving it from the inside, from the gut microbiome, or and kind of another area of research is the actual just bacteria that live on our skin. Um, so looking at your, your just your skin microbiome, and if you can, yeah, improve that again, keep that bacteria in balance, keep the good bacteria there working for you. Um, that maybe some of the redness in your skin from some different disease processes like rosacea might calm down. Some of the inflammation and irritation from acne might be improved. Yeah, so that's that's a thing. I think it, yeah. if you if you improve, it's a true statement to say if you improve your microbiome, you could have improved um, appearance and decreased you know skin conditions. You know, yeah. And I guess that makes sense because I mean when we were because when you know when I was reading up about it, it just it, it seemed like the it seemed well. I mean, one of the things that I read was like all health starts in the gut, which I was really surprised about, right? Because you think. Um, yeah, I don't know where, you know, your health starts from. I don't know, you think, I don't know, it's like your heart, you think, I don't know, maybe like your um, bones with your like lymphocytes or whatever, like you think other things, but I did not think of the gut. And that was what they were basically saying was like, was like all health like really kind of like starts in the gut. So having a like good microbiome or like a, like a, like, you know, having plenty of the correct bacteria and the variety of them really kind of helps everything kind of like seeds your health um is there so is there like truth to that is that like is that a statement that you would say is like kind of on the money or like a little off uh no i think i think that's true to say it's like the most important piece to maintaining your health i don't know that i would go that far or um that all health is from the gut yeah i don't I don't know. I'm in medicine. I'm in family practice. We know a little bit about a lot of stuff. So I'm always a little hesitant to make big blanket statements, you know, that it's all this. Um, But we can talk about, we can get to the point where we talk about some of the things that improve your gut microbiome. And those are just things that are good for your health. So I think if you have a good microbiome, you are likely doing the things that are keeping you healthier in general. Um, As you know, you're, you're usually, if we were to be very stereotypical, um, a person with a healthy mic- gut microbiome eats a pretty diverse diet with lots of different plants. Um, they're not having too much alcohol or too much caffeine. Uh, they're getting enough sleep. They're getting enough exercise. You know, they're doing all the stuff that you should all, we should all be doing. <laughs> um, 
So yes. So I guess to say yes, if you have a healthy gut microbiome, you I, you could infer from that that you generally probably enjoy better health overall. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, and then what about you know like um, one of the things I've heard too once again about um, you know with like gut health and like people with like IBS and things like that, you know, getting that um, uh, that diversity of 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 gut bacteria and the correct ones you know is there any kind of truth to like that actually helping with like you know inflammatory like you know bowel disease and things like that or is that just once again is that kind of like you know people just like wishfully thinking i um no i think that i think that is true i think if you again if you have like a healthy healthy gut flora um you have less inflammation uh, things are in balance, so you have better absorption and digestion and just motility through the gut. So that all helps with inflammatory bowel disease and IBS. Um, I don't want to mess this up, but well, part of the gut having a healthy bacteria, it also helps maintain um, the protective like mucus barrier, the protective mucus lining in uh, you know through the intestines. Um, mm-hmm. So that helps with. IBS type symptoms. Um, that's where some of the research comes with having a healthy gut improves um, your immune system because if you have that good protective healthy mucus barrier in the intestine, um, you're probably not going to get sick as easily. Um, it's keeping bad stuff out, keeping good stuff in, keeping bad stuff out. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think is it is it going to uh, can you cure some of these you know significant inflammatory gut processes like colitis or Crohn's disease or something? just by supporting the microbiome. I, I don't know. That might be a little bit of an extreme if someone could completely manage one of those diseases. Um, but it's certainly a huge, it's a huge piece to that, to helping to control that. Yeah. So it'd definitely be, well, you're, you're most likely, you're, you're certainly likely to be hurting yourself as long as you're doing it correctly. And it could be helpful. You know, who knows if you're going to like cure it or not, but it certainly, it certainly should be helpful. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I, yes, I agree. I think it should be, it should be part of the treatment plan. Um, if you were my patient, I would, I would, I would recommend that, that that's something that you let's talk about activities you can do to get your gut microbiome as, as healthy as we can for you, um, to help mitigate some of these other disease processes you might have. Yeah. And then what about, um, so then, you know, there's a lot of pills out there, you know, you go on Amazon, you can, you can buy a ton of pills and like prebiotics, probiotics, um, all these things that are supposed to like help you like replace or add to your, you know, whatever your micro, your gut microbiome, your flora, whatever. What's the best way to improve your gut health? Um, is it like, is it like food? Is it pills? Is it a mixture? What would you say? Uh, yeah, I am for the food. I think, I think that's the first place to start is as naturally as you can do that. Um, yeah, I would try to improve it with, with food first. And then if, if things aren't working, um, pills and supplements are an option. I, I don't, yeah, let's talk about the food. How about that? Let's talk, (laughs) if you're open to that. Um, Let's talk about everything we like to do and like to eat and why you can't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> so you're ruining, <laughs> ruining everything that's like fun to eat. So basically that's right. what you're saying. 
but not everything, but you know. Um, so as I was doing like a, just a little more reading about this so that I would have, you know, just kind of looking at what's out there and the buzzwords and what what um, what my patients might be seeing online so that I could kind of speak, speak to those topics and speak to what they're reading as well. Um, it, there seems to be kind of two, two camps or two, there's the, the prebiotics and then the probiotics. Um, and so prebiotics, the way I would think of that is that is the, the food and the activities that you should be doing to feed the bacteria that we want to have in our gut. Right, so you've got all this, these, this, these um, flora, if you will, living in our intestines, and we we want to keep that environment for for that bacteria, that good bacteria that we want as healthy as possible. Um, so you want to give those bacteria things that they like, so that they can live and thrive. Um, and th those things would fall under this prebiotic category. Um, and things in that category are really a lot of like plant fibers, so diverse plant and products. Uh, and so some of the common ones, they talk about bananas, um, mushrooms, onions, garlic, asparagus, really probably any vegetable, honestly, fruit or vegetable would be good. Um, yeah, to just, because the bacteria, it just, it likes that. It needs that fiber, that plant-based fiber, and it kind of chews on that and uses that to, for its food. Does that make sense? You're looking at me yeah, like, hmm. I, I guess what's the difference maybe between like, like a prebiotic and a like in a probiotic, right? Because like one is like I know that I know like I mean obviously just like fiber, right? From like fruit is one, but then there's also like uh, yogurt. People are always saying like yogurt and like um, fermented foods. Um, what category mm -hmm. are those? And like what which one is like the pre and which one's the pro? Right. So pre is kind of. Um, fruits, veggies, and natural fibers. And then probiotics would be things that are trying to put bacteria back in your gut. So pre is trying to nourish and feed the bacteria we all, we have. And then um, that was prebiotics. Yes. And then probiotics are foods that are going to be fermented that are actually like giving, that have live bacteria in them. So that's the yogurt. That's the, um, kimchi and the sauerkraut and the kombucha. Um, yeah, it's, it's those type of foods, sour cream. Um, I don't know. There's, there's others that's, and those are probably where you're getting into the pills because the pills then are claiming to have some of the same bacteria in them that you're then repopulating your gut with. Um, but I think the food is the way to go first. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds like, it sounds like the food is like the best way to, to get it. Although, I mean, could you, you know, when taking the pills, is that, is that, you know, is that terrible or is that just like, you know, or is it just more like maybe it wouldn't work or maybe it wouldn't live past, like to make it through? Like, uh, you know, I mean, there's, I, it always feels like there's some sort of debate as to like the efficacy, like, like how like much you are actually getting or how much is actually making it to where it's supposed to go. Uh, you know, and most of it's being removed by like whatever, like your kidneys and all this other stuff. Um, yes, I agree. I think that's where we are with just the supplement world. They're not regulated by the FDA. Um, so you don't always know hundred percent exactly what is going to be in it, or if it's going to be the exact quantity of bacteria that it claims to have in it, or, 
that bacteria going to be stable on the shelf for so long or in your fridge for so long, you know? Um, it's so I don't think that um, I don't think those products are are harmful. I I I don't know that they're as effective as we would hope that they would be for us. You know. Okay. It, um, I think if you so could, if, if you, yep. Yeah. Oh no! So I was going to say, like, so if you're going to spend that money on like on supplements, maybe just like take that one hundred and eighty dollars and just like buy more vegetables. Yeah. Yes, that would be what I would say. Buy more veggies, um, get the kombucha, you know, put put sauerkraut on your salad, you know, mix all that fermented stuff in just into your regular diet. I think that would be the, the ideal way. If, you know, some people might have food intolerances or different medical conditions or gut conditions that, that, that those things just aren't tolerable to them, then probably a supplement is better than, than doing nothing. Um, but I, I wouldn't make that like my recommendation that everybody should take a probiotic every day, no matter what. Um, okay. Yeah. So I guess, so I guess really, the, so the, so I guess the microbiome, so, so it is real, right? It is like, it's, it's a real thing. It's not just marketing speak. Is it, it's, it's important or is it, I guess, I guess what I'm asking, I'm like answering it and answering it is, <laughs> is the microbiome like a real thing? Yes. Yes, it is. It's okay. a real thing. And is it, and, it, and so it is important, and it is important to our health. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it's not. Yes. Um, you hear me? Sorry. I didn't know. If it... <laughs> no, no, I, I, I know there's a slight delay, but I, but yeah. Um, so it's, so in the, in the world, so on a, on a truth or trash scale, microbiome true. Yes. Microbiome. Yes. Microbiome is true. It's a thing. Um, it contributes to our health. You can support it with healthy diet choices. Oh, we didn't even get into this stuff either. Do you want me to keep talking about it? <laughs> Are you like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Have I bored you already? Um, you can, uh, so we talked about food, um, the good food, you know, good foods to have, um, some bad foods now. Um, which is not always much fun. So that's like red meat is not good. Um, anything that's fried um, in in like the canola oils and those type of things, not good. Um, alcohol, they say in moderation. Um, caffeine in moderation. What else is good? Exercise, you know, exercise, I don't know, fixes everything. Um, I think you and I personally had talked about this once because I just thought it was interesting. Um, not snacking because the, uh, the little bacteria in our gut, they, they like their, their sleep, right? They like having like a circadian rhythm, just like we do. Um, so you need to kind of give them a fast, if you will, where you're not digesting food and feeding them and let them like rest and regroup. Um, yeah, that, you know, no, I, totally, I totally feel, cause I, I've been reading about the health benefits of fasting, you know, going, you know, doing eight hours eight hours eating, 12 hours off, right? I think, whatever, <laughs> whatever, or eight sixteen, whatever. No. I, I like the, um, yeah, I think it's eight sixteen, eight on, 16 off. And, you know, there, you know, there are people who are always claiming that there's a lot of benefits to that. Um, but that kind of sticks up, right? Well, I guess with what you're saying about with the microbiome, needing a break from like having food 
all the time or, or constantly digesting, you know, whatever, um, you know, doing, doing its yeah. thing. It needs a cycle. Yeah, it needs a cycle. It goes back to like, just as I think about all this stuff, right. It's, it's, it's all stuff we know. I, I feel like it's all stuff that was said to me as a kiddo, right. Get outside and exercise and make sure you're eating all your vegetables and don't eat too much late at night, right before you go to bed, like all that kind of stuff. Um, plays into this, right? This plays into healthy gut, which I think does, as we're finding out now, the microbiome is, it's, maybe there's a reason why all of those things worked, right? Even yeah. we, we, didn't know that, we didn't know we were improving our microbiome in the 80s when I was running around outside and eating well and doing all those things, um, but we were, right? Maybe that's why we, we were healthy. Uh, I think so. And I, well, and, and I guess sort of off topic, but a little bit one of the things I've been reading about too, which kind of relates to this, is um, in some of my like in some of my cancer groups are um, this idea of like have you heard of this of, of like wood? It's like wood. I think we call it wood bathing or forest bathing. So it's just the idea of like of like getting out into the forest and getting out into like nature because like basically basically like getting inhaling and encountering all like the things you know and you know that you're that you're supposed to be um you know whatever you know uh you know introducing back into your body um there's a lot of there's a lot of talk in our groups about that in terms of like you know forest bathing and getting out and you know like i said you know some of the stuff is you know a little on the woo side but um you know you know obviously it always has like some sort of you know some like logical it makes some sort of logical sense but you know, I could, you know, I was wondering about that in terms of the gut microbiome yeah. and like, you know, introducing that's, you know, those elements back into, you know, I mean, back into your life. Yeah, you're, you're exposed. Um, yeah, I could talk about that for a while too. And I won't get a, like, it's just sad to me that we have to like rethink about that. Right. Yeah. Like get out, into like go out into nature, like incorporate that in your life every day again. Like when did we stop incorporating that? But I digress. That's also a different topic, <laughs> different topic. Um, but I, yes, I think so that basically you need to, um, we need to have bacteria around, right? It's a good thing. And you're yeah. going to get more of that when you're out with your hands in the dirt, or like you said, like your feet in the soil or breathing in just that, that air. Um, people with dogs, actually, they said having dogs because, um, not only do they bring a bunch of dirt into the house, they're so paws, dirty. crazy. Um, but so dirty. Oh my gosh. Um, but they are also, but that dirt also has bacteria, right? So that comes yeah. from outside. And so they are like they are a good source of keeping kind of some of this big, this not big, this this good bacteria in, in our environments, especially like you said, when now we're living more especially like the post-COVID, right? Post-pandemic, we're living such more isolated kind of antibacterial existences. Um, Yeah, I think it affects us. So forest bathing, why not? You know, go, go roll around in the forest. Just don't get poison ivy or or Lyme disease, but. Well, um, well, on the topic of the dogs, you know, it's always, I've always thought it was disgusting when people like, people like, like kiss their dogs, which I think is, like just a non-starter, just flat out disgusting. It's not your thing, I know. So is so is dog ki- could dog kissing 
be letting the dog lick the inside of your mouth and you're licking it. Uh, like, I don't know what you, I don't know, uh, not, yeah. you I don't know what people do when they do that, but there's an exchange there. Is that could that potentially be helping your your gut flora? I mean, probably. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. I'm not again, I'm I wouldn't I maybe wouldn't advocate for that always if it's your thing. Um you're not writing yeah, prescriptions I, for that. Right, right. No, I think having your animals, um your domestic animals, if you will, again, like I'm not lobbying for um you know, lumping onto some, some purely wild animals, um, but your domesticated animals, yeah, that are kind of up and around your face. And like I said, walking on stuff outside and bringing that back inside and rubbing on you and, you know, licking you. Yeah. I think it helps. Probably helps. Okay. Yeah. I know you need a dog and I have a few. So well, you can... well, listen, I have, what about cats? Though? I, I have a cat. She goes outside. Is there, you know, in fact, well, in fact, I've heard that. You know, well, we always hear the opposite about cats, right? It's like cat scratch fever and like and like pregnant women not being not being able to be around like cat feces and whatever. So, you know, are are, are cats bringing in good uh, flora too, or or are cats persona non grata? Mm -hmm. I know. Now I feel like we're gonna let our our listeners down because I just don't know as much about cats. I I think you're right. We have all these caveats around cats um cat bites get infected almost always there is a special a certain bacteria that they are prone to in their mouth and it also happens to do with the type of um teeth that they have that they're going to give you these sharp pointy deep little wounds that are hard to get out so they push the bacteria away in there um so i don't know if cats bring us good bacteria and i i'm sorry to say that so i hope that hate, they do you hate cats so that's 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 what it feels like you're saying. Like it you, does. It does. Um, so I didn't click on any of the links that mention cats because I'm not a cat person. No. <laughs> well, I mean that's good. That's good for that's good for listeners to know that you hate cats, so that, that so that they know when you know when you're giving advice that you know it doesn't apply to cats because you it's, hate them. I'm okay with that. No, 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 no. I love, I'm a lover of cats. Like my husband is just allergic, so they can't live with us. That's, that's my, that's my limit, my limited knowledge on uh, cats. Okay. Well, okay. Well then I guess lastly about the back, you know, you know, obviously we've been smothering our entire bodies in um, hand sanitizer, you know, rightfully so keeping clean. Um, mm -hmm. How can, how should we think about, you know, good bacteria in that all with, you know, in, in, in the, in the, in the COVID era, you know, of the, like you said, the over sanitization era, um, how can we think about like good bacteria or maybe introducing good bacteria in, or is there such a thing as too much hand sanitizer? You know, I don't know. I know. Um, that's, that's tough because you're right. I think, Pre-COVID, um, my thing would be just washing with soap and water is fine, right? We don't need to do all this extra antibacterial everything that you do want to just let some bacteria live in your presence. That actually helps your gut microbiome. It just boosts your immune system. Like, it, it was a good thing. Yeah. But now I know you're, you're right. We walk the line of, like, um, I guess I would say... 
and it's tough. I mean, if you've been vaccinated, so it's we're going to be living with this, right? And this isn't going to go away. So is there an option to continue to try to be completely sterile and antibacterial from head to toe at all times? I don't think that's good or sustainable. Um, so yeah, to your question, I guess I would say if if you're if you're not sick, then um, and you've got your vaccines that are recommended to give you extra protection, like you're not high risk for some reason, mm -hmm. um, maybe just soap and water it again, right? Okay. You wouldn't wipe every surface in your house with antibacterial everything. Okay. Yeah. All right, I can. I know. My kids will be my kids will be happy to hear that. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll try to parlay that into somehow not taking baths, but um, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're going to tell you that's what they'll say like on sarah said we need good bacteria on our skin stop washing me <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 they'll, they'll, they'll definitely work that angle well we won't i won't let them listen to this uh they'll, they'll never they'll right. never hear it from me right right they won't know um so it's okay so that's good so so uh so yeah so like i said so we said on a truth uh i mean on a scale of from truth to trash where does the microbiome buzz trend stand in a way or, or you know yeah where where is it all where is it where's it stand on the scale um i think i think it's truth it's truth it's a thing we all have one it's important to help take care of it and nourish it okay yes truth all right great um yeah the supplements like I wouldn't throw them in the trash, but if you are not already taking them, I probably wouldn't go buy them. Okay. Go get the kombucha instead and the spinach and the yogurt and yeah. Yeah. First. Eat some eat some yogurt and some uh, kimchi and you'll be yeah. better off. Yeah, mix it together. Make make a yogurt kimchi smoothie. Um it's <laughs> <laughs> sounds terrible, but okay. <laughs> I know. No, and eat it with your cat. There you go. Then you're like you got everything. <laughs> Me and my cat with uh, kombucha, yogurt, kimchi smoothies. I will yeah. send you a yeah. bill for all of the vomit that inevitably. Well, yeah. I was gonna say no. I want the, I want the picture of you of you and your cat. <laughs> I will. So good right, guys. Well, well, and, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Is there anything else you want to say? Oh no, I was going to say sorry. Just that that's our that's our stick, right? Gut biome is truth, and uh, supplements are um, slightly stinky, not fully okay. trash. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, we will see you next time in the next episode. Bye.